So we love good news, don't we? We love hearing good news, giving good news, because we want to let the people that we tell experience the same joy that we've had from experiencing it, right? So um, a couple of weeks ago, we heard about UCB. Do you remember do you remember the talk about UCB? Yeah, Jeremy was up here and talking about UCB. So um, I've actually also worked there before going out to Japan. And there was one time when a Christian rally team came to um, the site in Burslem. I, I worked in Burslem, but I didn't work in the nice place in Hanchurch. Um, but they brought their car. They brought this rally car, not into the building because it wouldn't fit, um, just outside. And it was really cool. You know, so I went out and, and we could sit in it. Do you remember this, Jez? No? Uh, it did happen. I'm not making it up. Um, so we could all sit in it and have a look. And it was really cool. And I kept joking that if I hang around long enough, would they take me for a spin in it? You know, I was dreaming. But, you know, I thought maybe, maybe it would happen. So eventually people started to go back to work. And I was probably also long overdue to go back to work. But when everyone left, the driver looked at me and he said, right, get in. I was like, are you serious? And I tell you, we whizzed around the car park at UCB Burslem, narrowly, it was a good thing he's a good driver, narrowly missing people's cars. It was winter, there was snow, we were sliding and everything. It was amazing. It was, I was so buzzed by this excitement that I went in and I just wanted to tell everybody what had just happened. You know, I don't think the, uh, the CEO or the managers would have been very impressed with it, but it was a really fun experience. You know, and when we, when we have those kind of fun experiences, we want to share them with people, don't we? Because we want them to share in our joy. And I wonder if that's how you feel about Jesus, about sharing Jesus. Because Jesus is good news, right? Yeah, you believe that? Jesus is the best news, right? So are we excited about sharing Jesus? Or is Jesus just something you kind of keep close to your chest and keep it in the church or in your home? The first thing that I want to read to you today, there's, there's just a couple of little passages that I want to read. The first one is from Romans chapter 10, and it's verses 11 to 15. Romans 10, 11 to 15. It says this, As Scripture says, anyone who believes in him will never be put to shame. For there is no difference between Jew and Gentile. The same Lord is Lord of all. And richly blesses all who call on him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. How then can they call on the one they have not believed in? And how can they believe in the one of whom they have not heard? And how can they hear without someone preaching to them? And how can anyone preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. So this is in a section where it's talking about you know, faith is not through, or salvation rather, salvation is not through following the Old Testament law, you know, or the Old Ten Commandments and all that lot. It's saying that actually salvation is open to anyone who believes in Jesus. And, and these verses, they're telling us very clearly that people, they won't know Jesus, people won't believe in Jesus, and people won't know to call to Jesus unless someone us is actually introducing him to them. You know, think about your own story. How did you learn about Jesus? Someone told you, right? In Sunday school or on the street or somebody told you. 
And somebody told them, and somebody told them. And it's a long history of people telling people about Jesus. So we shouldn't be the ones that stop that. But I get it. When some people think, oh, we're being challenged and encouraged to talk about Jesus, you know. Some of us don't like verbally talking about Jesus, about the church. I I get it. When I was younger, I was the same. I hated talking about church. I thought it was so embarrassing. I just never, never did. But once you do, once you trust that God will be with you, and once you take, for some people it might be a little step, for some people it might be a leap to get to that point, but once you do that and actually share for the first time, you will be amazed and encouraged to see God working and what he does through you. And through sharing, you'll be encouraged to do more. And that will boost your faith because you see God working even more. So I don't want you just to think that sharing verbally is the only way to share the gospel. Because it's not. I don't think it is. Anyway, there's a quote attributed to St. Francis of Assisi. Maybe you know it. I think it's quite a famous quote. It says, preach the gospel at all times and if necessary, use words. Right? Preach the gospel at all times and if necessary, use words. So what is another way other than verbal of telling people about Jesus? Well, I think it's through the way we live as Christians. We live out the faith. Let me read you another verse from 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 12. 1 Peter 2.12, it says this. Live such good lives among the pagans that though they accuse you of doing wrong, they may see your good deeds and glorify God on the day he visits us. So I think this verse is showing us that when we live out our faith, when we show Jesus through the way that we live, people will come to know him. Right? Let me explain. When I was here as a kid, the vast majority of the males, in my opinion, were football mad. Is that still the case? People still football mad? Okay, I'm not. I'm not into football at all. Um, so you, you need to help me a little bit. The, the top um, league is called Premiership. Okay, who is the best team in the Premiership? Not your opinion, who is at the top of the table? <laughs> Arsenal's at the top of the city, at the top of the league. Is they, are they number one? Yeah, you can tell I don't follow football at all. Right. How did they get to being number one? By spending a lot of money. Yeah, <laughs> other than spending a lot of money. They, they have to turn up, right? They have to turn up and play and win matches, right? To get points to be at the top of the table, right? So they can't expect to remain number one if they don't turn up and play the game, right? But if they do that, they risk getting injured. They risk losing, right? So how do we let people know about Jesus just by living? What does our verse say? Live such good lives among the pagans, right? So I think that means get outside. Get outside, live your life. Let people see that you are a Christian. And because only, how are, we, how are we to expect people to know about Jesus 
if we're not the ones showing them Jesus. If we're only hiding, if we're hiding our faith in the building or in our homes, that's not going to transform Newcastle under Lyme, is it? It's not going to transform the UK. So I think this verse is challenging us to get out there and to live our faith. You know, show the fruit of the Spirit, right? You all know the fruit of the Spirit? Love, joy, you're very quiet. Peace, patience, kind, yeah, goodness, kindness, faithfulness, gentleness. Nice. You've, te- you've taught them well, Tim. Good job. <laughs> so live out all these things with non-Christian family in your neighborhood, in your workplace, in the supermarket. While you're driving, that one might be a bit hard sometimes. But it's harder being a Christian out there than it is in here, right? Because in here, you've got the atmosphere, you've got surrounded by brothers and sisters. Out there, you have more temptation, you have more sin, you're exposed to it more. Before joining OM, um, some of you might remember that I wanted to become a deck officer in the Merchant Navy. So I went to a maritime college and I spent eight weeks on a merchant ship in the North Sea. During that time, I learned that the business of ships is out at sea, right? Transporting whatever it is that they transport. When they're in port, when they're moored to the dock, they don't make money, shipping companies. They make money when they're out at sea doing what they do. But the sea is a dangerous place. The port is a safe place. But the business of ships is out at sea. How are we supposed to let people know about Jesus? We're supposed to be out there. Our business as Christians is out there, but it's more dangerous out there than it is in here. But people are never going to know about Jesus if we're not out there sharing about him. But if we are among the world and sharing Jesus so that people can know him, be aware that people will watch you. That's what the verse says. It says, live such good lives among the pagans that though they accuse you of doing wrong, they may see your good deeds. They're going to watch you. People watch people, don't they? And the seeing here, it's not a a snap judgment. It's not they kind of look at you and their immediate thought. It means they will watch, they will observe, they will form an opinion about you over time. They watch and they see you not living as they live. They see us living differently. And if we're living out the fruit of the Spirit every time, and if we're in the same situations, in the same circumstances as them, but we're reacting differently to them, they're going to notice that. They're going to notice when we don't get angry at our boss. They're going to notice when we don't freak out over a a bad medical report. If we're just peaceful and then living out the fruit of the Spirit, they're going to notice that we react differently to to how they do, even though we're in the same types of situations. You know, living in Japan, people watch me. They they see me. I'm not hard to miss because I'm so tall, blonde hair, blue eyes. I'm just different, right? Really, really different in Japan. Um, there will be often times where we're in, the, we're in the shopping center in the food court and a kid will just shout, Mom, a foreigner! Right? 
Or like an English person, or the worst one, an American. <laughs> they just assume white equals American. Yeah. You know, but people see me because I'm different. In our town, they know that I'm with the church. When they see me, they know uh, he belongs to that church. Right? And they watch, and, and they, they've seen that I don't go to the temple to pray like they do at New Year's. They've seen that the monk doesn't come to my house. They've seen that we don't take part in some cultural events that are closely linked to Shinto and Buddhist beliefs. They've seen that I don't do that. They're like, why? Why don't you do that? Why are you even in Japan? When I first left home, my sister told me that your life is the only Bible some people will read. Your life is the only Bible some people will read. I'm thinking, what are they reading when they see me? So as long as people know that you're a Christian, and they should because we said don't hide, they're going to notice you, and they might mock you, and they might insult you, because in 1 Peter chapter 2, it says that people who don't believe will reject God and take offense at God because faith seems foolish to them. Right? And even our verse, it says they will accuse you. So because you're different, because they don't get you, they might reject you and take offense at you and call you foolish. But hopefully also, they might ask you some questions. They might be curious. And so 1 Peter 3.15 tells us that we should be prepared with an answer for the hope that we have and give it gently. So we don't want to Bible bash people. We don't want to use you know, theological words or apologetic arguments. When people come and ask whether they are genuinely interested or not, we just give a response. But you have to be willing. This is the part where you need to use your words. Right? This is the scary bit. But this is the bit that you can do because God is with you. And there's a wonderful, wonderful outcome when we do this. What does the verse say? Live such good lives among the pagans that though they accuse you of doing wrong, they may see your good deeds and glorify God on the day he visits. So just by you living out faith, people see that you're different. They come and ask questions and you introduce them to Jesus. They can call on him. Isn't that amazing? Just by living out your faith, people will get to know Jesus. That's what we do in Japan. That's what missionaries do. You know, we don't bring British culture. We don't bring American culture. We bring Jesus culture, Bible culture, because we want people to know Jesus. A couple of things that have been said from here from Tim and Tom recently that made me think, I think it was Tim that said it anyway, he said, gossip the gospel. I thought that was really cool. Gossip the gospel. And if I was going to give a title for today, I would say gossip the gospel through all means possible so that people can call on Jesus. I gossip the gospel through all means possible so people can call on Jesus, they can be saved and can join in glorifying Jesus when he comes back. Tom said a few weeks ago when he was talking about the, the parable um, of, was it a parable? I can't remember. My knowledge is really bad. <laughs> um, when the friends broke the roof and lowered the paralyzed man. That story. Tom said his friends were desperate for that man to meet Jesus. So desperate that they broke a person's house 
Are we desperate for people to meet Jesus? How desperate are we for our non-Christian family, friends, work colleagues to know Jesus? You know, I firmly believe, and I'm near the end, honest, um, I firmly believe that every Christian is called to be a witness to Jesus. Every Christian. If you believe in Jesus, you are called to be a witness to him. That doesn't mean that you need to go to Africa or Japan or Asia or somewhere crazy, right? It means you can be right here as well, right? And I believe that because when Jesus sent his disciples, he said to his disciples, but with just a small following of Jesus's, he said, go to Judea, Samaria, and the end of the world. So some people will go far to share the gospel. But do you remember the story of the man in Mark 5 who was healed from a legion of demons? He wanted to go with Jesus. He said, Jesus, take me along. I want to go. But Jesus says, no, you need to stay here. You need to go back home. And you need to tell them all that Jesus, all that the Lord has done for you. So, wherever God has put you, be faithful in gossiping the gospel through all means possible so that people will be able to call on Jesus, so that people will get to know Jesus. Because you have the greatest hope. You have the greatest news. And it's our job to give it, to get it out there. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you once again for today. Thank you for this church that you have placed in this town. And I pray, Lord, that they will be really faithful to your calling. I pray, Lord, that this town will be, will be known as people that, that reach, this church, sorry, will be known in this town as people that will, will just reach out and, and love Jesus and want people to know him. Father, these are your people here. These are the people that you've put here. I pray, Lord, that you will really use them and that they will be faithful to your call. Thank you so much for this church, Lord. Please bless them. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.